what you want, when you want it, where you want it. This is The Mesh. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 94, volume 5 of a special channel swap edition of Big Fan. You are now listening to the sweet, smooth, easy sounds of Channel 68, Cool Change Radio on the Mesh.tv. Hop on board as we take you for a journey through all the easy listening classics of the 70s, 80s, 90s, and beyond. Remember sitting in the back seat of your mom's 1986 Cutlass Supreme on the way to Galaxy Grocery Store to grab some milk, bread, and of course, fruit roll-ups. Just as she's parking the car, the familiar voice of Dan Fogelberg echoes through those crappy speakers and... The leader of the band is tired and his eyes are growing old, whisks you away. If this was you, welcome to Cool Change Radio. Or remember when you were 10 years old, propped up in the old dentist chair, staring at the ceiling, agonizing about what terrible flavor of fluoride was getting ready to be stuffed into your mouth, when all of a sudden, sailing takes me away to where I've always heard it could be by Christopher Cross transports you from that dentist chair to somewhere in the heavens. If that was you, welcome home to Cool Change Radio. My name is Chad East, your guide through the top 200 easy listening songs of the 70s, 80s, 90s and beyond. With me today, the second smoothest cat on your radio dial. Say hello to the ever cool Hank Eimer. Wow. Wow. You know, Valentine's Day was yesterday. Yes. You try to get all sultry up in here. Try <laughs> still, to get it still all feeling the love. Up. Still feeling the love from Valentine's up. Day. Well, you know, the only problem with this is people are going to think that we're a music station. You know, <laughs> I mean, we don't want to confuse the 13 people right. that listen to us. Well, maybe we'll gain a couple more no, thinking that we are a radio station and not big fan. But anyway, it's just an experiment for today, Hank. Okay, let's so do right it. now, let's use our cool, calm, smooth voices. And we are now channel 68. Cool Change Radio. Hank, how was your Valentine's Day? My Valentine's Day was great, my friend. <laughs> you just talk normal. I'll be the voice. You talk normal. So let's talk. I can't do, I can't do that voice when I'm looking at you. That's for sure. So let's talk about your Valentine's Day before we uh, pop into the top 200 easy listening hits of the 60s, 70s, 80s, and 90s and beyond. How'd it go, Hank? You know, my Valentine's Day was great. Uh, last week, Reagan and I went up to the mountains and spent a couple of days up there, which was part of it. You know, it was part of like what we did. But yesterday was the epitome of what Valentine's Day is after you've been married for 21 mm. years. Can't wait to hear you about know. it. So, yeah, yeah, Harris had baseball practice. I picked him up from baseball practice. He wanted to go hit after. So we hit after. Then we ate dinner with her parents at okay. their house, right? Because right. yes. nothing sexier than not making your <laughs> wife cook dinner, right? And then we went home, did homework, which we've talked about. Math can be challenging. Very difficult. <laughs> Very difficult. So we did some homework, right? I think we did some laundry and then uh, watched a little TV, went to bed. Another successful Valentine's Day in the books at the Heimer's household. You want to hear about ours, Hank? Not in that voice. <laughs> <laughs> well, it started off with um, dryer broke. Installer, the technicians come to fix it. Mess with a couple valves, replace the dryer. Forgot to turn the water back on the wash machine. Wash machine breaks. With all within 48 hours prior to Valentine's Day. Two new ones? Yes. Just listen. While um, the washing machine is broken, try to use the water in the refrigerator. Water does not come out anymore. They've said now that the refrigerator is 18 years old. It requires a new one. <laughs> Three appliances in 36-hour time right before Valentine's Day, Hank. How about that? Sorry, Lucy Rose. <laughs> there's no car for you in two years. Yes. And now back to the smooth sounds of Cool Change Radio. Hank, 
We're going to go start with the 200. We're not going through the whole list, Hank. But here's a couple that didn't make it to the top 10. Are these all 70s, 80s, 90s? Or like, like, give me age range this. These are all 70s, 80s, You are committed to beyond. this voice. I'm not leaving it. I'm not changing. Oh, this I'm not is changing. making me cringe. So number 190 was a little song that you remember back in high school. More than words. Remember that one, Hank? Oh, the two brothers. Yes. Two brothers. Extreme. It, that's what we believe. They were yeah, co- we extreme. Believe extreme. Yes. extreme. Another one, number 184. I'll stand by you by the pretenders. Do you remember that one? I do Hank? remember that one. Solid song. Kind of thought it would make the one top 100, but comes in at 184. Another one that's from your favorite movie, Anchorman. Gonna take my afternoon delight. Comes in at 168, Hank. 168. Think that should be any higher? No. You leave it right I'd where it belongs. Right there, right there. All right, let's pop into the top 150 now. So okay. one of the songs that I really love, and it's a true, you know, I call this dentist office mix. Some people call it yacht radio, yacht rock radio, elevator music, elevator music. Yes. So number 142, Brandy, you're a fine, what a fine girl. I love that song. Classic song. I love Classic. that song. You know why? It, 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 like Harris loves that song, and do you know why he loves it? Why? Because it's on Guardians of the Galaxy. Exactly right. So you know, so it's kind of cool that you know these kids are getting introduced to more sure. music based on that. Yeah. And out of this great. top two hundred list too, if you were to listen to that cassette that Garlic Chris Pratt uses or listens to on that movie, yep. all of them are here. Right. All of them are here. Another classic in my mind, and again, we're talking about classics. These are the songs that took us back to when we were in our mom's car, going to the grocery store, or in the dentist office, or on our way to a basketball game. Uh, these are the songs that we are nostalgic about. One of them was a song by Robbie Dupree, came out in 1979. It was called, Why Don't We Steal Away? Boom, ba, boom, boom. Why Don't We Steal Away? Into the night. You, know you remember what? that one? I love that you song. That one? I yes. you I didn't even recognize that song because of the poor singing, <laughs> but I do love that Terrible. song. So mean. But I could not so grasp it. So mean. Okay, now we moved into the top one hundred, Hank. The top one hundred. A couple names that you'll you'll find familiar. Bob Seeger has made it into the top one hundred with still the same. Uh and also that one about the uh the Chevrolet commercial. Like a rock yeah. coming in at 75. Africa's Toto comes in at 68, Hank. Journey makes an appearance here with open arms here at 72. Couple more I'd like to point out here. Rosanna. Remember that one? Comes in at 90. Oh, okay. There goes our producer <laughs> going ahead and playing a couple little songs. Apologies. No problem. So one thing that I've noticed in all these uh, easy listening classics, there's always an intro, Hank. Mm-hmm. It's a piano or a guitar. It doesn't just doesn't start with the lyrics. It's right. all, it, uh, it takes some time to build. Yeah. To build, yes. And you know the thing is, too, is like all of these songs, and, and you know, you grew up with these songs, I grew up with these songs, and, you know, people like... I feel like it kind of your parents kind of like help you, you know, build your music appreciation or whatever. Like a lot of these songs lend themselves to R and B. Sure. A lot of it does. You know, the slower the song and and I think my mom was like like a fan of those slower songs, so it kind of put me in that direction. But you know, you can see how that era, the seventies and eighties, because you know, we're that's where I think of this music, because you know, I was like you were born what, seventy three? Four. I was born in 76, much younger. Um, and, and you know, you were little in those. I mean, we were little, little. And then, you know, in the 80s is when you really start to appreciate that music. Have you ever noticed what, I mean, because this is what we listened to growing up. And they didn't force it on us. It was just on the radio. Yeah, it was on the radio. No, in their car. Exactly. There was no DVDs or streaming music. or I mean, you just listened to what was on the radio. I don't know how they are embedded into my brain. Like, yeah. I'll hear one on the radio that I haven't heard in forever. I'm not going to say I'm going to get all the lyrics right. I'm going to nail most of the lyrics. Right. It is bizarre. And you hadn't how heard they, it in years. In years. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, it's yeah. just embedded. Well, you know, it's so funny. It makes me think. And it's not even, it isn't even on these, none of these songs. Are. I remember when I got a little bit older, maybe I was in high school or something like that. Mm-hmm. And my mom used to play the soundtrack from Phantom of the Opera, Phantom of the Opera when she'd clean the house. Okay. Right? So you got to think like, you know, 
every so many days or like on the weekend or whatever, she'd clean the house and she'd play this music. Well, we didn't have wireless microphone. I mean, wireless speakers and everything. So it would be in the living room. Turned up loud. Jamming. Yes. Jamming yes. through the house. Sure. And so, you know, I'm now to this day, whenever I hear any of the Phantom of the Opera songs, I think I like smell pledge. <laughs> you know? Isn't that awesome? Yeah. Your mind and your brain takes you right back to that spot. Um, getting back to the list real quick, Hank, coming in at 42, another movie that I know that you love, and I want to say it was from old school. Remember when old blue dies? Oh yeah. And then, um, Will Ferrell, Will Ferrell sings dust in the wind. (laughs) Oh, we are as dust in the wind. How about that, Hank? How about that? That didn't bring me back to it. Guess what number? Yeah. 42. Not bad. Can't fight this feeling. REO Speedwagon, 41. All right, Hank, we're moving into the top 40 list of the top 200 most easy listening songs. Now, who is this list from? It's from entertainment.com. Okay, are they a reliable source, you feel like? Probably not. <laughs> this might be one of the worst lists I've ever ever read or ever been a part of, but you know we'll get through it because at the end of this, we've got our own list, Hank. Yeah, you we're know gonna, that. We're going to talk about it's our It's the first top. time you've ever asked me to do anything before we get in here. That is not true, Hank. I've asked you to talk about your favorite foods, right? <laughs> you never tell me when that, when that we're going to be talking about them. True. So, all right, here we go. Top 40. A lot of Eagles. I've noticed a lot of Eagles song. Peaceful, easy feeling. I've seen Desperado on this list. You know, Eagles, a band that I put with some easy listening. For sure. 70s and 80s, sure. you know. Um, I saw a couple Billy Joels. She's always a woman to me. Comes in at 28. A song that you will remember because I was a senior, so you were be, you would be a freshman in high school. One hit wonder band. They were called Mr. Big. The song started off, "Hello, little girl, show me what you done." Remember that one? Yeah. Yep. And it was called. Let me find the name. I just saw it. "To Be with You." Do you remember that One song? One hit wonder, man. One hit wonder. Yep. So when I saw that on the list, I was like, holy cow, I haven't heard that song in decades. That made the top 25 list. We also have, if you like pina coladas, 35. Yeah, that's a classic. Sure. An absolute classic. Um, also see some Carol King, who I love. We've got an Eric Clapton, Wonderful Tonight. Yeah, for Billy, sure. That's a great song. Billy Joel, Honesty, love that song. One that uh, you might not recognize, but this goes right into the R&B part, which we love. There was a song by Climax. There's a band called Climax, and it went like this. Precious and few are the moments we two can share. There's a note that you don't hit there. There's something something in there that's not clean, and you hear it clean, and it's not clean. But listen, you do you, buddy. I'm doing me right here. This I've been looking forward to having this podcast for a long time. We all feel hijacked right now. (laughs) Long, long. Oh, and one more that is in the top 40 list. So Don Henley sang a song, and I'll never forget this because I was back in high school. And it was during a young life. Do you remember Greg, who used to do young yeah, life? Yeah, 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 yeah. So we went to, where was Windy Gap? Mm-hmm. And they put on the skit, the older young life members. We were in high school. I think there were college people college that would help kids, out. Yep. And Greg, and they sang this song, or they put the song on us. Don Henley, it's called The End of the Innocence. And it was all about a high school girl coming up through high school and all these different choices she makes. And so she's no longer... A little girl, she is turning into a woman, but she's making these decisions. So her innocence is being lost right. daily. Inspired me and moved me. I st- that was in 1991 fall because I graduated '92 spring. I remember it like it was yesterday. Inspired you? It, I can see Greg date a woman <laughs> <laughs> or something like that, but maybe to respect a woman more. I don't know. It was just really. I'll never get it out of my head. Okay. It comes in at number 37 here. Now we're moving to the top 25 list, Hank. <clears throat> a couple that... Uh, which, they... which you should, easy listening, top 25. You should be able to throw a finger down and won't be disappointed. After the list you just said. Now, I don't of know course. what entertainment... The exactly. Executive did this. Right. But in the top 25 of easy listening in the 70s, 80s, 90s, you every song should be a banger. Absolutely. And on this list, it's not. Ugh. So a couple of things that I just want to point out before we get to the top 25 and then we hit our top five. There is no Elton John on here. There's not one Elton John. Wouldn't you think an Elton John, like, yeah. tiny dancer? Yeah, should for that sure. be that candle sure. in the wind? You know, little genie. That should be on there. Yeah. 
Not one. Yeah. That's why I've got to say this entertainment.com list. No good. It's going up in flames, right? No we're going to burn it after this. But there's got to be some th- good ones. Yes. There, so let's go through them. So um, I've got, and actually I noticed a ton of Phil Collins songs on here. And I noticed that maybe you're a Phil Collins guy, I right? I like Phil Collins. I do too. I love Phil Collins. He might be in your list, possibly. Uh, another one that I really love that you'll remember, a guy named Stephen Bishop. This is 1976. The song was called On and On, and it goes like this. On and on, we just keep on trying. Remember that one? That's number 20. Classic. An absolute classic. Air Supply. I'm all out of love. I'm so lost without you. Even you sing it. it Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Number 12. Very good. A couple BG songs. How deep is your love? How deep is your love? 19, Hank. 19. Okay. So then we get into the top 10 list from entertainment.com. So All right. Do not say that we endorse this list, I'm guessing. We definitely do not endorse this list, but we will start it. Okay. Number 10. Air. Nope. We just did that one. Number 10. I don't even see where. Oh, Air Supply. It is an Air Supply song. Even the nights are better. Remember that one? Yep. 10. And this is where they really get me. So Atlanta, Atlanta Rhythm Section comes in at number nine. So Into You. I think I remember how this one goes. It, it's a pretty good song. So I can't remember how it goes. But anyway, I think it's probably not top 10, but it makes the list. Then they have a Brian Adams song. Yeah, Brian Adams. Brian Adams song. Um, Let's Make a Night to Remember. Don't even know that song. Do you? Let's make a night to remember. Mm, I can't remember it all. Brian Adams should not make the top 10 list of the top 200 most easy listening songs of all time. No. No way. All right. Let's move on with number seven. Ambrosia, a band that I really, really like. But the, the song selection, you're the, okay, you're the only woman. I do remember this. I don't know how it goes off the top of my head or I would sing it. It's number seven. America. Horse with no name. I went dun, 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 with a horse with no name. No way that should no be top way. 10. America, I like you, but you're not top 10. Number five. How long has this been going on? Remember that one? Ace. Not the way you sang it. <laughs> 1982. I don't appreciate that. <laughs> okay. Alan Parsons Project. This is for, again, this should not make the top 25. This is where the Chicago Bulls would come into this. It was Eye in the Sky. Do you remember that song? The Chicago Bulls, that's their intro song. Pretty good song, but not top 10. No way. Uh, Eagles. I can't tell you why. I really love this song. No way it's top 10. No way. Hotel California? No, I can't tell you why. That's what it's called. It's a very slow song. Okay. I can't. I wish I could sing it for you. I can't right now. Chicago comes in at number three. Hard to say. I'm sorry. Remember that one? Mm-hmm. Remember? Yeah. Top ten ish. No. No. Agree. Number two. You'll know this from Robin Hood. Another Brian Adams songs. Two Brian Adams what? makes the top ten. Everything I do, I do it for you. Remember yeah, that one? Ridiculous. Number two overall. Come on. Entertainment.com and the number one song brought to you by Entertainment.com out of the top 200 list, 70s, 80s, 90s, and beyond is Eagles Desperado. Good song. No way it's number no one. No way. Now, do you want to go Trash. through the real top five list, Hank Imer? I, I would like to. Okay. Well, let's start it. Let's start with your number five selection. You know, I'm not even going to title these one through five. Okay. Sure. All right. All right. Because I think that I've got, you know, a reasonable list here, but they could be interchangeable. Sure. Right? They could be interchangeable. So my first one is going to be uh waiting for a girl like you from Foreigner. Okay. All right. Yes. Do you remember this song? Of course. We're gonna hear a little bit of it here in a second when Moose Gets it on the library here, queued up. But anyway, tell me why does it bring you such special joy? Well, I mean, I, to make your top five list, I think I think the the biggest and 
you know, Moose, I sent a couple of different ones out there to you, so maybe I need to pick off the list that I did have. Yeah, that'd be fantastic. Okay, let me let me let me look at that list again and make sure I had because I thought that's what I ended up doing. Um, you actually did. That's just my bad. Give me yeah, it's, okay. it's on the list. It's okay, on the okay. list, Moose. Um, let's just go with what a fool believes by the Doobie Brothers. Okay. I mean that you cannot walk through our childhood without thinking of that song. I don't believe. I agree. Michael McDonald singing in the singing here. Um, you know, you got the drum, you got the keys, you got everything that a easy listening song needs. And it also kind of got a good little beat there too. Good little beat, good little intro, right? How about that? You know what I'm saying? What a voice. Love that love that selection. Yeah, that what a I fool do. believes by the Doobie Brothers. Here, here we got waiting for a girl like you. This is the one that I Okay. Listen. Classic intro, slow. This is a really good song. It's a great song. This a and this song. is a top ten song. Like this the laser show part of this part is amazing. Yeah. Can't you see yes, going through a smoky room? Yes, lasers course. hitting, you know? Absolutely. Also, can remember maybe slow dancing at one of the junior high dances or something to us in the song, similar to this, you know? So Yes, what a great, so great song. There, there's two of mine. Let's two. see. I just did one and two. I did okay. Doobie Brothers, yes. and then I did Foreigner. So there are two yes. right there. How about you go off? All right, let's go, let's go a couple. Uh, we'll go five, four right here. And My songs are a little bit more eclectic. and they, they, not, not that yours are any worse or mine are any worse, but mine are really obscure. I mean, I really dug deep for this one. We're going to start at number five. It's a song by Dave Loggins, and it's called Please Come to Boston. Moose, if you cue that up, I want the audience to hear the intro. Again, it... Uh, uh, just a little guitar chord nothing else very simple and then you'll hear something the intro and it might take a little bit until the lyrics come in Boston for the springtime so thank you Moose you can turn it down a little bit so the reason I love this song it's a love song and this guy is traveling all over the place and his girl is back in Tennessee and he's trying to get her to come to Boston come to Denver come to LA and she and because he doesn't know who he is Hank he's trying to find himself she knows exactly who he, who he is she was like I'm right here in Tennessee and that's where you belong that's what the song. It is powerful. Powerful. Listen to it. Kind of powerful that you'd put that in the top ten. You said we got to put this in the top ten, and it's songs you think about. I don't think many people were thinking about. Please come to Boston in their top ten. This is my list. Okay. Yes, this entertainment.com. Okay. Where was it. where was Please Come to Boston on that top two hundred? It, actually, it's on here because I saw it. Uh, it is like four thousand. I think it's here. It is. It's on. It's in the 100 to 125 range, mm-hmm. but in my list, it's number five. Okay. So another great, great song. We'll go with the next one here. It's uh, We mentioned this band's name before, Ambrosia. Yep. To me, a band name, I don't think it gets better than Ambrosia. Doesn't it make you just want to smell and drink something when you yep. hear this? This Here's another intro. There's the keys right there. You got a little bass line drum there. Boom. See, nothing comes quick. It takes a little time to get there. So I love this song. It's called Biggest Part of Me. And the other reason, our number one listener of all time who really helped get this podcast off the, off the ground is Paul Brady. When I first met him, we were sitting around playing a poker game. And this was one, on one of my lists. And he was like, do you have Ambrosia on your iPod? This is when those iPods, oh, the yeah. big fat ones. Did you he, win it from Steven he, Sparks like I did? <laughs> No, I didn't, but congratulations on that W. But he recognized Ambrosia immediately. I didn't know anybody else knew Ambrosia, but Paul Breeding did. So congratulations, Paul, on knowing Ambrosia. And congratulations on Ambrosia making my top five list. Oh, congratulations to them. Yes. Okay, well, we'll go on to my number three. Yes. Okay, we'll go to number three uh, for me. This song, I feel like, we talked about it earlier in the show, Phil Collins, like, embodies that time period for me. Like whenever I hear him, like this dude did more with less. Not a good looking dude. Great voice, yes. right? Yes. Who did he marry? Piano intro. So I don't remember. He's had, he's been divorced several yeah, times, yeah. but his daughter is Lily Collins, who is a famous actress now. Right. Very talented. Right. Well, this guy, if he walked out on stage, you'd be like, man, this guy ain't working with much. And then he comes out with this. Yes. And he can play the drums too. That's it. Unbelievable. He was Unreal. in Genesis, you know, and yeah. just superstar talent. 
Unbelievable. What a song. Dude, dude. Here, this, this is a great, great part right here. To me is against the odds. And that's what I gotta face. It don't get much better than that, buddy. It is great. What a great song. That's number three. Wonderful. Oh, just keep it going. Yes. Just let you turn around. Turn around yeah, and turn see it me down. Cry. Turn it down. Oh, come that on. Need more. <laughs> um, okay, so let's hear your number. Yes. Yeah, so my number three. I've already mentioned this as I was sitting in the dentist's office when I was ten years old, getting ready to have the fluoride stuffed in my mouth, and I always chose bubble gum. What would you choose, Hank? Uh, bubble gum was probably what I'd yeah. go with. When Do I was you remember little. back in the day too? They would put it in these molds, that that little mold, and you'd have to put it in your mouth and. <laughs> Gash, mash down with your teeth and get cold and all squishy. Oh, yeah. Oh, that was so gross. I hated it. I just didn't. I'm Do you not, not big, like the dentist now, though? I don't mind it. I still, I used to get anxiety going when I was little. I don't mind it as bad anymore. But anyway, I would, you know, they put you in the chair and then you'd be staring at the ceiling. They'd be messing with you and then you put the fluoride in. And I'll never forget this song. It, 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 the beginning came on. I had never heard this before. Amazing song. Yes. And I had never heard it before. And it kind of, I closed my eyes while all this terribleness is going on in my mouth. And I'm telling you, it whisked me away, Hank. I went to a, I went somewhere else in my mind. I was no longer in that dentist chair. Christopher Cross comes in at number three, nice. sailing. Nice. Thank you. Listen to it. If the wind is right, you will run away. Run away. Oh, the canvas can do miracles. Hey, I will tell you, though, every time I listen to that song, in my head, I'm sitting on a beach. It's 85 degrees. It's sunset. Yes. And I'm drinking a beer or Dig something it. like that. Like, I mean, that is, every time you, I hear this song, I think of that. You can imagine it. You can being feel there. it. You can feel you smell yourself it. being there. Yeah. That's why easy listening music <laughs> can take us to a place where we want to be. Let's go to that place. Let's go to that place. Yeah, to that All place. right. So my, I guess, second one could have been my third one is I think Christopher Cross just needs to be in this discussion, right? I think no he doubt. Needs to, I love sailing for the same reason you do, but I think sailing was ruined by yacht rock. <laughs> I mean, it's, <laughs> it's like every, every it's 15 all minutes. Yeah. time. Yeah. So, Ride Like the Wind, I mean, he's got a lot of great songs. I almost did the Arthur, Arthur theme. That fabulous. thing is amazing. You can have a whole top 10 of Christopher Cross songs, right. you know? Easy. Right. But Ride Like the Wind, because you, you think easy listening is like R&B slowish. It's got some beat. I mean, it's got speed to it. This will make you want to run. Go out and do run some. Like the wind. Run like the wind. Do some exercise. Hey, this, every time I think of this song, I think about being in a Jeep. You really? know, riding with the wind. wind. Like, ah, I love it. That's very cool. I love it. My image, when I hear that sound, it's kind of not really, yeah, maybe kind of like in a car with the top down, but I always feel like I'm in like Arizona. And there's mountains around me and it's flat and I'm zooming through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love this song. Great. Christopher Cross, you are a true easy listening superstar. My number two song, it's very obscure and very weird. There's not too many people that will know this song. It's from a little band called Poco, and they had maybe two or three hits. This song that they had here that Moose is queuing up, it's called Crazy Love. Another intro. Just you wait and see. Oh, Sorry, just, everybody. I can't turn it up louder. Oh, this is perfect, man. It's perfect. Uh, I, this, so what this one remember reminds me of, I want to say it's the early 80s. And finally, you know, I'm, if I see a girl and I think she's pretty, I will. I, right. You know, before then, you know, I'm not noticing girls. Right. But if I see a pretty girl, I will notice her. And I remember, I think I was, my mom was picking me up from school, and there was this pretty little girl in the third grade, I think it was. And I get in the car, and she's sitting out there waiting on her mom. And this song comes on, and I'm just looking at her. And this song, ooh, ooh crazy love. So anyway, it's stuck in my head ever since third grade. I got you. Yeah. Poco. Poco. Crazy love. Yes. Poco. Good song. Yes. My last song could be one of my favorite feel-good songs. It just, like, it's... I don't know. It's just light. It mm. makes you feel good. But ever since that dang guy started riding that skateboard, drinking the cranberry <laughs> juice, that's all I can think of. Sure. Right? So uh, Fleetwood Mac Dreams is probably right when, right when we started talking about this. This is what I thought of. I can hear this in my mom's uh, 
station wagon, yes. windows down, sweating like a maniac in the <laughs> back. conditions right? out again. So I, but I can, and everybody in the song, in the car singing. Everybody. Love that. My sister, my brother, Love that. my mom, me. Yes. Fun, fun. Another song that has the intro before the music comes and gets you the lyrics. Great intro. Great voice by Stevie Nicks and just a beautifully written song. Banger. Banger. Maybe my favorite Fleetwood Mac song of all time. Fabulous. So my number one, again, a very obscure song. Very weird. Not too many people would know of this band nor have ever heard of this song. But in my mind, and I've told many of my friends from uh, probably not high school, but in college and up till now, this is the sexiest song I've ever heard in my life. Ever. Listen to it. Looking kind of lonely, girl. Would you like someone new to talk to? I can see. So there is no really history to this song about it. It was always in my, on in my mom's car. But I just and so even when I was like a little young punk, I could imagine going up to a girl. I always, always like girls, Hank. I mean, ever since I was little, I'm saying like I just wanted to dance with a girl. I wanted, you know, and I would just this song always reminded me going up to a girl and asking her to dance in my mind. And so that's why it comes in at the number one easy listening song number on one. my list. Number one. Sharing the Night Together, Dr. Hook. Nice. Yes. Nice. Yes. Hey, Hank. Obscure. Very nice. obscure. Very nice. obscure. Again, my list is more obscure. Yours is, you know, obvious. You pick the obvious ones and, you know. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm not throwing off on your list. Your list is fabulous. A lot better than entertainment dot com's list correct I, I don't listen this is the difference i don't need your validation i don't need it <laughs> don't i'm standing i'm standing a, i'm standing across you. from you you ask me what five songs made me feel like easy listening in the seven in the 80s yeah i just told you and i take. thought we got away from it <laughs> ladies and gentlemen i thought we lost that voice but he found they it take. again i think he looked down on his little <laughs> piece of paper and it said do that psychopath <laughs> trying to be sexy voice and he saw that note again this podcast is sponsored by jackson creative a custom communication agency located in downtown hickory north carolina specializing in online content creation to learn more visit the jacksoncreative.com jackson creative we tell your story to all you lovers out there i hope you enjoyed this walk down memory lane when we reviewed the top 200 songs of the 70s, 80s, 90s, and beyond. Until then, until next time, we'll review the top 200 hip-hop songs of all time. Bollywood. <laughs> See you next week. Be cool. Now back to Big Fan. <clears throat> Hank. Hey, man. Welcome home. Thank you. Yes. How was that experience with Channel 68, it, Cool Change Radio by it, Mesh TV? It was great. The host is a terrible dude. <laughs> the host on that station is a miserable guy. I thought his voice was kind of cool. I don't know. I mean, he was yeah, kind of goofy, but his voice was cool. But anyway, Hank, you know, so Valentine's Day has passed us. Yep. Super Bowl just took place last Sunday. Right. We won't spend too much time on it, but I... Must ask you what you thought about Rihanna's performance. Um, you know, it's so funny because I was watching it with a mix of age groups in the room. Okay. Okay. I was watching it with kids. I was watching it with my wife and I. So watching it with some grandparents. Okay. okay. Gotcha. So I, I think that it's cool that they're going kind of above and beyond and kind of like stepping up. Like the stage part was crazy. That they Visually had awesome. Beautiful. Tethered to, right? Cool. Yeah. You know, I... Listen, I don't get into the entertainment part. I didn't know she was pregnant. I didn't. Didn't she just have a baby, or didn't she have a baby, or whatever? Mm -hmm. So with that Rocky ASAP Rocky. So, um, so I mean, like the the showcase of revealing that I guess she's pregnant again was like. I mean, I I didn't really. I thought she was just getting over her baby that she just had. I mean, that's hard work getting snapping back after that thing. But um, the the moves, I will say, when. It was getting more and more seductive. Grandparents were out. <laughs> Did they actually get up and leave? No, or they but just they're like, they're like, this is ridiculous. This is ridiculous. What's going on here? What's going on here? And you know, as it gets, you you start to wonder, 
you know, family show, family national stage. What are we doing up there? What are we doing? Kind of felt similar. Yeah. I'm going to tell you my whole. I, and I love the creativity. Yeah. I love the performance. I love it. But you, you think, mm. Yeah. So I don't know. There's a bunch of controversy. I'm not going right. to say crazy controversy that why can Michael Jackson and Prince and Justin Timberlake grab their crotch and do whatever dance. But when Rihanna does it, you know, it's the end of the world. Which, you know, I can understand. But here, I'm just going to go ahead and just tell it like it is. Say it. So I watched it with my family, Jennifer and Lucy Rose and Olivia. We're in the den. And Olivia is a huge Rihanna fan. I'm talking about so big of a fan that there was this book at Barnes & Noble that it's like this big. It weighs like 30 pounds, okay? She saved up her money. And she and a friend bought this book. Hank, it comes in a carrying case. It's the biggest book I've ever seen in my life, and they had to spend a lot of money on it. She's a huge Rihanna fan. So going in, you know, she's been excited to see this all week long. We're hyped up. Lucy Rose is pumped up. Jennifer, big Rihanna fan, too. I like Rihanna as well, so excited. It comes on visually. Boom, they're hanging. They're hanging in the air. I was like, this is spectacular. Spectacular. The performance, I was bored. Yeah, I didn't feel like she even gave fifty percent. She didn't dance. She didn't move she at all. She's pregnant and stuff, but still she didn't move at she all. She did not move. There's nobody. I heard that she lip synced to eighty five percent of the track. The that track you could hear it. Yeah, and you, she was singing, but I just didn't feel like she was giving it her all. Mm-hmm. And so, out of uh, five Super Bowl footballs, you know, I would give it probably. Two and a half. Yeah, I, I, that's where I'm ranking. She it. was. She looked like she was going through the motions. motions. Exactly. She looked like she was going through the. Give motions. me some more. I Give know. me some passion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it the not, Super Bowl did not look that way. After that, we watched some other Super Bowl performances. We watched Lady Gaga's. We watched that one. That girl gave it her all. It was phenomenal. We watched Bruno Mars afterward. We watched Prince afterward, um, and all of those to me just killed Rihanna's. Just killed him. Yeah. Killed her. So anyway, kind of disappointed, but not in the game. The game was spectacular. It was pretty game. spectacular. Yeah. Can you tell me about the uh, the array of foods that y'all had for the Super Bowl? I mean, I'm not ma- I'm just I'm curious because we did some things that we normally don't do. Okay. So, okay. Yeah. Now, that, yeah. that sounded very benign and in no, I not so s- aggressive. Okay. Yeah, okay. Not so aggressive. Because yes. you know, we've we've had people comment. On the last few weeks and and how it's it's getting to, out of control. Be cool. It's getting out I'm of control. Cool. Yes. All right. We had a um, meat and cheese, you know, charcuterie charcuterie board yes, that we, we had. That we uh, we had. Uh, there's a friend of ours in town that does it, and so we had them do it for us. Mm-hmm. We had about four or five small gourmet pizzas that we made, and we awesome. cut up into little stuff. We had you know. Broccoli. You had to get some green stuff in there, some stuff in there. Broccoli and and stuff like that. We had um, brownies. Mm -hmm. We had uh, ice cream. Mm -hmm. We had pie. So um, it was it was really good. Yes. How about you? We went to Back Streets. Got a bunch of wings, all kinds of varieties. Mm -hmm. Started there. Charcuterie board as well. Uh, Also buffalo chicken dip. Jennifer made, which was pretty good. And then she added something new to the menu. That's never been found on any Super Bowl menu before. It's called cheesy pineapple. And so it's this big thing. So her grandmother used to make it. And her grandmother, rest in peace, just passed away a couple months ago. And so I think she was doing an homage to her grandmother, which she didn't say. But I think that's what she was doing, which I said, bring it on because I love cheesy pineapple. It's It's kind of diced up. It's diced up pineapple with all this cheese on it. And you bake it. And it's... And brown sugar and all this stuff, yeah. so it's kind of dessert. Put it on a car uh, on a cracker, or no? You can, okay. But I just put it in a bowl and eat it. So anyway, that was our dessert for the Super Bowl. Right. So yeah, so that was really good. Again, the game was really good, and the other thing that was really good, I haven't. I don't normally go to parties for Super Bowl, Hank. I was like, you know what, this Sunday. Because my girls were excited about Rihanna, I was like, yeah. I ain't leaving nowhere. We're gonna nice sit here. House, Let's huh? make a fire. No, I'm in my jammies. You know, we're watching it together. Are the same as jammies? Yes. I call jammies? Them, I call them jammies. Okay. You call them jammies? I call them jammies. All right. So we're in the jammies. You're in your jammies. We are, got the fire going. Got the cheesy pineapple. Got the game on. Just a fabulous Sunday. Fabulous. fabulous. Yes. I want to tell you this, too. After Super Bowl Sunday, do you ever feel a little, like, sad, like, football is over? Do you ever – does that ever, ever overcome you an emotion, like – the football season is over now. But see, you're a baseball. So now you got baseball, right? Yeah. 
See, I, I was get, getting ready to say you go to a different season, even if it wasn't baseball, even like even when baseball ends, right. you're going to something else. Yeah, college so, basketball, March Madness is around the football corner. starts after baseball. You know, I mean, yeah, it, it is yeah. now you do have a gap sometimes, which stinks because yes. the gap is the the worst part where you you turn on ESPN and they're talking about the doldrums, bowling, and yes. you know stuff like that. Okay. So I I don't necessarily get uh, depressed over that. Yeah. I normally get sad. I was telling Olivia, I was like, I will. Right after this game, I'm going to be sad, and tomorrow on Monday morning I'll wake up kind of sad, but I'll snap out of it on Tuesdays just because we went through that whole season and we've got all this stuff to talk about. you got fantasy football. You know, the games have been so exciting, and now it's over. But we got March Madness and baseball in front of us, so we're good to go. Yeah. Um, one more thing I wanted to talk about before we get out of here, Hank. So Lucy Rose had her Valentine's Day junior high part uh, dance. 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 And it was a wonderful time. Uh, I chaperoned. The rule was, Daddy, you can stay outside and take the tickets. You cannot come inside the gym and even get close to imagining dancing. Yeah, dude. I don't want to even see you tap your toe. I don't think I could even trust you if I were Lucy Rose. That was one heck of, you know, if you would have broke that trust, you wouldn't have been allowed to go to her wedding. (laughs) I can tell you that much. Well, this is the story I want to tell you, okay? So I was like, I understand completely, Lucy Rose. I remember when my mom and dad chaperoned my eighth grade dance, I kind of told them the same because my dad and mom both can dance. And I was like, look, don't you come out there embarrassing me. There's going to be one East. Exactly. One East on the dance floor, and it's going to be Jeremy. (laughs) (laughs) It ain't going to be y'all, so just steer clear. So anyway, I and they did, and so I would. Did the same thing. Well, about after take all the tickets, and I, I got to tell you, Hank, these kids. Oh, they're great. They're fabulous. They, some of them dressed up like they were going to a wedding. There was dudes in tuxedos. There were girls in these big like prom dresses. Just fun to see and so excited. Yep. These kids were so excited. I was just so glad to be a part of it. So about halfway through, I have not left my chair. I'm at the front of the building, so far away from the gym, I can barely even see it. I can hear the music, but I can't even see it. I'm How so was the music? Away. They had a DJ. Yeah, I know. And, uh, I was, was there to set up. So I did. Oh, okay. I, I helped set up. Oh, okay. Thank you. It looked great, by the way. Thank you. So uh, the DJ was great. He was, actually it was an old Hickory High School dude who graduated his senior year when I was when I was a freshman. Hmm. Yeah. I can't remember. His, his last name was Thompson. I can't remember his first name. But anyway, he was great. So he played all the songs that the kids love to dance to. Sure. And that's what they were to do. That's why they were there is to dance. Was it? Was it like I wasn't there for it? Was it? Typical middle school, or did somebody tell you, so you'd have the guys on the, the outer rim just watching, then you'd have the group in the middle that were jamming. It, it was so perfect, because I couldn't go in there, so I had to listen to the stories. People were coming back, they're like, Chad, you're not going to believe it, right? This is the first five minutes of the dance. All the boys were on one side, all the girls, just like you imagine a junior high sure. dance, and it took one boy, boy or the girl. <laughs> it was a boy, and they they said he got out there, and I don't think they started girl, dancing and just on kinda, his own. Just kind of like, hey, was, hey, hey who's this was, kid? No, who's this kid? I'm not saying he was dancing. I think he just went in the middle and was maybe saying, hey, "Come over here, y'all. Let's, you know." I, Again, I wasn't there to see. I got to find out who this kid I'm, is. I'm very because I dig it. Yes, absolutely. What a what a stud. Because that's what I did when I was in no, eighth grade. <laughs> anyway, so uh, and as the party goes on, then you'll then, you know then you 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 hear everybody's dancing, they're getting along. Then they a song comes on, come on, ride that train, gonna ride it. All the teachers are there, the teachers lead the, the train. train. Yeah. Oh, having a ball, having a ball. So midway in, some of Lucy Rose's friends run out to me and they're like, look, we heard what Lucy Rose said about you not coming in here. Oh, gosh. But we want you to come in here and let's just surprise her. She will not be mad. She'll be very surprised if you come in here and then, you know, because it's so dark in that gym, Hank, I'm telling you, they had all the lights off except for the DJ. You could barely see who was like beside Around, you. Yeah. yeah. And so they were like, we'll sneak you in there. She'll never know. And then when the song comes on, just start dancing. We'll get you in the middle. And I'm like, there ain't no way. Smart man. I, there is Smart no way. man. But one thing I did do is toward the end, I did walk in there because I just wanted to see, see it. it. Yeah. yeah, and I saw Lucy Rose dance with her friends. I saw the kids having a just a tremendous time, so it made my heart fill with, with joy. But there's one little thing that happened, and it breaks my heart because I remember the feeling of love, you know, puppy love or whatever mm-hmm. you want to call it in seventh yeah. and eighth grade so there was this little girl and she was dressed up gorgeous just beautiful and i took her ticket and she was so excited to come to this dance she was with her girlfriends 
And so having a ball and turn around. This is about three quarters of the way through the dance. And the door opens to the gym. Smack. And she's running out of the gym, bawling, crying. I'm talking about the tears are flowing, buddy. And so she runs out as fast as she can and zooms past me. And all her girlfriends zoom past me. It's okay. It's okay. Blah, 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 blah. I was like, oh, my gosh, what's happening? Do I need to get involved here? Something terrible happened. And then one of the friends was like, no, her boyfriend is dance. He, she caught him dancing with another girl. Not slow dancing, just, you know. Out just, there, fast, just fast dancing, right? They're popping it. But in this little girl's mind, it was the end of, of the, the world. world. Yeah. Completely heartbroken. Yeah. But, you know, a little airhead, a little, you know, lollipop from yeah. the concession stand, which the concession stand was open. So lots of airheads, lots of Doritos. Any pickles? And, uh, I didn't see any pickles. I mean, I'm sure. You didn't pickle- want pickle breath yeah, during exactly. the dance. You do not want pickle breath. You got to eat cotton candy and all that good stuff. No pickles. But uh, anyway, she calmed down. And by the end of the dance, she was cool. Cool. But just, do you remember? Like, Absolutely. How heart, your heart could get broken I remember, in a snap. I remember to this day. So everything before sixth grade was, it was non-emotional kind of like you're exactly. you're a uh you're my boyfriend girlfriend okay i don't like you anymore you don't like me whatever right. it was non-emotional sixth grade is when it got emotional not not emotional but yes. you're like man that kind of hurt i remember the first real girl that i dated you know we went out for dated or we, we yeah, going together going together yes. so for maybe six seven eight months right it was great i thought everything was going great then she sat me down in the bottom level of the center. You remember when you come down the stairs? Yes. Video games are on the left. Yes. There were about five tables in the middle. I do. And then Huff was on the right yes. doing the concessions. Yes. She was there with a bunch of her friends, five, six of her friends. She tells me to come over there. She breaks up with me in front of five Ooh. or six of her friends. Right? Brutal. Brutal. Yeah. Hey, and I it hurt. It hurt. So I, I was like... All right, stood up, got my composure, walked out that place, and was like, "What just <laughs> happened?" Oh right? But uh, like you're saying, like a million emotions. Yes. Like what? Because this this age is where they have so much confidence, not any confidence. Right. You know, I mean, you watch a thir- you see a 13, 14 year old girl. I'm seeing 13 year old boy. These boys to one another, it's nothing but bravado. Nothing but it. Right. One chink in the armor. <laughs> and it is. Pounce on oh, right? my yeah. God. And Pounce I remember. We do it with our friends now. Sure, of course. We do. This is where they learn it, right? Of course. <laughs> We're the bad example. Exactly. But, but it is kind of funny because it's like, I was at the top of the world. Top, top of my world. Everything was cool. Right. right. Now, all of a sudden, I'm on the bottom. Mm. I remember the pain like it was yeah. yesterday. Yeah. I remember that pain, too. And anyway, it stinks that. Kids have to go through it, but you know what it does? It makes them stronger. Sure does. You know, and they learn from it. So it's just another one of those life lessons. And anyway, that's I can see just cute little old Hank coming down there. There's his girl with all her girlfriends, and just in front of them all, she says, "Boom, bye, bye." <laughs> oh yeah, sucker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh god, it was tough. That's it was rough riding right that's there. Breaking my heart just thinking about that. <laughs> but anyway. Um, so great. Hank, this was a wonderful episode of Big Fan and also a visit to Channel 68, uh, the Cool Change Radio on the Mesh.TV. Like I said, maybe we'll come back and do another top 200 list, Bollywood or, you know, soundtrack <laughs> music, something like sure, that the next time. Sure, sure. Uh, but in the meantime, got anything going on this weekend, buddy? I think I'm going up to the mountains. We're supposed to, you know, the kids have school, no school tomorrow or Friday. That's right. But That's they right. have school Monday, Monday. right? Okay. That's right. So we don't have school Thursday or Friday. We're thinking about going up Friday and skiing first thing in the morning so it's not as crowded. But um, I think it's supposed to rain. Yeah. So my brother-in-law and his family are going up to the mountains. And so we might meet them up there for just a little bit. And then we have the heart ball on uh, sa- Sat- Saturday. Saturday. Are you going to it? Jennifer is going to see Hootie and the Blowfish in Raleigh on wow. Saturday. Wow. So I'm hanging with the girls, so we're not going to the heart okay. ball. But well, I'm sure it'll be an awesome It'll be a event. great time. And, you know, we're... Yeah. The the real cool thing is the survivor this year is um, a gentleman by the name of John Link who mm-hmm. is involved with the McDonald's. He's yeah, an owner of the McDonald's here, and he had a heart event, and so he's the survivor. And um, we there we get to sit with 
Survivor because Reagan's obviously mm-hmm. a Survivor and she did this a couple years ago. Yeah. And so it's always kind of cool to watch because, you know, we sit with them and their family and I always have kind of a, a cool moment with a spouse when they talk about like the roller coaster of the event mm-hmm. and what happened. And I went through the same thing because sure. very, very rarely, like John Link's a reasonably young guy. I mean, I mean he's probably in his 60s, 60s. You know, 60s. Uh-huh. And, you know, a lot of times people don't see their spouse get in a medical situation like a heart attack until their 80s, 70s or 80s, right? And so I always say it was lucky for me. I got to see it early because mm-hmm. it makes you have that appreciation like it could go like that. And most of the times that we're with these survivors, they say the same thing. It's like, you know, how lucky we are because all of us in this room, in that room had had some event that ended in a good, in a good way because they normally don't. Yes, right, they normally right. don't. So it was kind of uh, it's kind of interesting to have those conversations because we are there to raise money, we're there to have fun and party and everything. But I think the survivors, which there's usually you know ten, fifteen, and their family have a kind of a connection because of the event that they were you know they were doing. Sure. And like last week when we went over to the Blown Rock, it was twenty two years since Reagan's event, mm-hmm. which is mind blowing to me. But you know it's it's pretty amazing. Yeah, absolutely. Well. um, Enjoy the event. Enjoy the camaraderie with the other people there. As you mentioned, it'll be very special, I'm sure, for you and Reagan and everybody else there, too. So have a big, big time. And kids, you're out for the next two days. Y'all behave yourselves because we have a lot of kid listeners. Do you know that half of our listeners are in junior high? Yeah, I know. That. I know. <laughs> half of our listeners are in junior high. So you guys behave yourself. Listen to mommy and daddy. Enjoy your time off. And, Hank, I look forward to seeing you next week on the tennis courts and in two weeks back here in the Mesh Studios for a big fan. Got it. Peace. You've been listening to The Mesh, an online media network of shows and programs ranging from business to arts, sports to entertainment, music to community. All programs are available on the website as well as through iTunes and YouTube. Check us out online at themesh.tv. Discover other network shows and give us feedback on what you just heard.